following segment is sponsored by Daniel A. White and Associates and does not necessarily reflect the views of this station or Forever Media Incorporated. Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 101.7 FM, WDEL. I've been a client of Dan's for years. So have hundreds and hundreds of other Delawareans, I don't know, Dan, maybe thousands, uh, financial planners specializing in retirement income always has great advice for you throughout the pandemic with the changing rules with the IRS. And if, um, if you're retired, gosh, uh, do I have to take money out? Turns out that no, you didn't of specific retirement funds and how those uh, rules change now. Dan's always there with great answers for you. And if you've got a question right now, you can call 529-1017-302-529-1017. Otherwise, reach him anytime at 888-690-8820. Yeah, I think Ford Motor Company did this a few years ago. I'm not sure if Chrysler did either. Unions had negotiated some great pensions, but, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of an albatross around the uh, around the employer's neck. So what Ford did, because I ran into a couple of these, they offered, even though you were already receiving the pension, uh, they were offering you a lump sum buyout. So the question is, if you're, if you're over 70, 72 at this point and you're required to take an RMD, and the and the employer offers you a lump sum, or do, do you still subject to that RMD? Well, it, it it does apply. You know, this happens when a company with a pension plan offers the lump sum buyout. You know, you're basically given a limited opportunity to elect elect a lump sum in exchange for giving up the future monthly payments. You know, kind of a bird in the hand, get the cash. But in that situation, the portion of the lump sum that is an RMD cannot be rolled over. A defined benefit plan can calculate the portion of the lump sum that is an RMD in one of two ways. The first is by using the standard defined contribution plan rules and treating the lump sum amount as the retiree's account balance as of the previous December 31st. And the second way they can calculate it is to treat one year of annuity payments as the portion of the lump sum that is an RMD. Hmm. So I'll give you an example. Say somebody 74 has a defined benefit plan, they're getting $2,000 a month. But this year, the former employer offers them a lump sum of 300000 So, you know, you do the math, and it depends on your health and a lot of other things. But let's say the employee accepts it. If the plan calculates the 2021 RMD using the defined contribution plan rules, the RMD is $12,605 because the factor is 23.8. You divide the 300,000 by 23.8. They could also, so in that example, they could roll over 287,395 to 300 minus the RMD. And let me, inter let, well, let, let me, let me interrupt here. And so you take out the required minimum and you got to pay a yeah. tax on that, on that money that you're you required. You got to pay a tax on it. Exactly. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. If you calculate it using the alternative method, then the, the 2021 RMD would be 24000 That's the amount of the monthly check times 12, and the employee could roll over 276000 So even though they are offering you a lump sum, if you are over the age of 72 or you're required to get a required minimum distribution, you can't roll over the entire plan balance. You've got to take that RMD out first. I was listening to Peter MacArthur, Delaware's Morning News, and uh, you know he has a lot of experts on. One is a, uh, a financial expert. She's a, uh, she's a columnist, and uh, she's also on, I think, through CBS News and such. And, and she was saying that generally, 
generally, if you're offered um, the pension or the lump sum, mm -hmm. that the yep. comp the company does better if they just pay you the the lump sum. And I'm I'm wondering. Well, okay, I, I, <laughs> I I'm not quite sure why that is, but. In what situation might the lump sum be better for the retiree than the pension? Well, yeah, there's a couple things. I mean, I always do a break-even analysis. So, so I'll give you an example. Let's say somebody was going to get two thousand dollars a month as a lump uh, as a monthly payout at the age of sixty-five. Okay, so two thousand a month, or uh, we're going to give you four hundred thousand dollars. So people come into us all the time. What do I do? What do I do? Well, if we divide the 400000 divided by the $2,000 a month, that comes out to 200 months, okay? You divide that by 12, and it's 16.66 years. So here's really the question. Are you willing to gamble if you're 65 years old to you're willing to gamble you're going to make it 16.6 years? You're going to make it to 81 years old yeah. in order to get back the 400000 that they're willing to write you a check for today. Well, sure. I would I think mean, so. <clears throat> you know. I would think that's a pretty easy answer. Now, that's that's kind of the norm. Um, it usually takes you out that far. Now, I've seen some county pensions where you recoup the monthly amount in, in or the lump sum in about six years. If that's the case, then maybe maybe you're better off taking the monthly payout. Okay, but you got to do the break-even analysis. Some reasons why the lump sum is advisable, let's face it, a lot of these pensions are underfunded. Yeah. You know, so if you're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, these guys are going to pay me three, four grand a month for the rest of my life, uh, I don't know that they're going to have the money. They might they might go belly up or something, and then where am I? You what, know? Happens, so, uh, what, what, what happens in that, that situation? Well, we've seen that in the airlines, and we've seen it in some of the steel industries out there, uh, you know, Luke and Steel and that kind of thing. They they generally abort to the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp. So that's a federal a federal agency that, that guarantees pensions, but there are limits. Like, for example, I know when the airlines went, went kaput uh, and turned their pensions over to the PBGC, for the average worker, they're fine, but if you get into some of the pilots, or maybe these pilots were promised, you know, eight or nine thousand dollar a month pensions. They're not going to pay them that much. They generally cap it at a certain point. You know, I've seen them capped at like forty five hundred to five grand a month. So it's kind of like pulling the rug out from underneath. You know, these guys are sitting there thinking, oh, I'm going to get eight grand a month, and the company, you know, company goes bankrupt or can't can't afford to pay their their pension obligations, and they thought they were going to get eight grand a month. Now they're getting five grand a month. So it's a big it's a big. Uh, and we see that in a lot of the states today, Rick, because a lot of the states are really, New Jersey in particular, very underfunded. Yeah, I think there was a municipality in New Jersey that you and I discussed a few years ago. Yeah. During, during the recession, they went belly up. It was a town, a municipality, and people, yeah. and they had people on pension and health care. Oh, yeah. And the municipality said, sorry, we have no money. We can, yeah. we can no longer pay you. And I'm wondering, so that probably went to the federal Pension well, guarantee. no, municipalities, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp is only for private companies. They don't they don't back up uh, states or municipalities. So, yeah, it's a real problem. It's a real problem, and uh, uh, and I think it's going to be a bigger problem in the future. I mean, yeah, the markets, the markets helped lift the boats a little bit, but, you know, 
these guys run these projections on 7% interest rates. And let's face it, you got a 60-40 bond portfolio, and your what are your bonds paying today? 1.2. I mean, that's I yeah. think that's the, the yeah. treasury right now. We've got, and plus we have inflation at what, 5.4%. Right. I think the right. treasury note is 1.2%. We're already losing. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and that's the problem with some of these pension plans. I mean, I knew New Jersey is probably about, I think they're under 50% funded. I think they're about 35% funded. Oh, that's that's scary. Yeah, that is a little scary. So you're a teacher or you're a firefighter or you're a state cop and, and you, you think you're going to get this pension the rest of your life. I mean, Illinois, I think Illinois, California is not in great shape, Jersey. Uh, there's some states that have problems, and uh, we got to keep our eye on this in the future. And I bet you will, and I appreciate the fact that you bring this to us. Dan White, financial planner specializing in retirement income. You can give him a call anytime you like, uh, 888-690-8820. Offices down in uh, Middletown, also uh, Chad's Ford just over the border on 202, 888-690-8820. Also, uh, the host of On the Money, Sunday morning, 7 o'clock, what's on this weekend? Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a continuation program. I did two shows back to back, and the one was you know read the signs. We're kind of this thing is is approaching bubble territory, up up up. Nobody knows when it's going to pop. And then uh, this week is just kind of a continuation. I just some other things that I've come across where it's kind of you know the emperor has no clothes on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, nobody's everybody's afraid to say it, but. Uh, you know, you got to be careful. If you're near retirement and you have all your money in the market at this point, uh, I think uh, uh, caution signs ought to be flashing. Let's put it that way. Uh, see, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. You know, because, but, uh, you know yeah, I don't want to yeah, Things are great. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Dan. All right, stock buddy. market's good. My favorite saying, Rick, is the stock market is great until it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well said. All right, my friend. Yes. Be well, Dan. Have a good day. You too. It's uh, 888-690-8820.